everyone, in today's episode I'm joined with Josh and, and Josh has Crohn's uh, Crohn's disease and today we're going to be hearing about his, uh, his journey so far and all the wonderful things that Josh does to raise awareness for IBD and uh, and also um, like, like with his streaming, different kind of games to think that with uh, the IBD community as well. So thank you Josh for joining me today. Hello, Mason. Thank you very much for having me. It's a, a pleasure to uh, to join the illustrious illustrious podcast that I've listened to uh, so much of. Yeah, yeah. I think um, lo- lo- like it, like a podcast, uh, lo- like is a, it is a great way to like um, meet new people. I think Josh and like connect with different people in the RBD community as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and, and actually, podcasts are the, the 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 thing of the present at the moment. You know, there's no longer the the. I mean, every book is audible now, so you you know you've got the kind of the audio processes. But uh, actually, it's uh, it's fantastic to be able to drive somewhere in the car and have a podcast on on the commute to work or on a you know a jog uh, or whatever it might be. Yeah, so podcasts are really cool. And then actually, I've I, you know since we've been speaking, I've had a little listen to a, to a, a number of the podcasts to, to listen to some. It's been really nice, and yourself as well, obviously. I, I hear like lots of people do listen to the podcast but for myself I, I have to listen to it at the end but sometimes because you have to maybe edit bits out with certain episodes but I don't entirely watch an episode again hear myself because I, I don't know about you but when you hear yourself sometimes that like uh, it, it may become a bit weird like you just hear hearing yourself <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, you are right. And actually, whenever you speak, it's nothing like when it, when hearing your own voice is nothing like how you imagine it. Like I think I sound like James Bond, but then as soon as someone I talk to someone and they go, "You're from the North East," are you a Geordie? Obviously, I'm not actually a Geordie. I'm from Middlesbrough. For everyone, just listen. Uh, but yeah, I get that all the time. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I think it's brilliant. Like a podcast and overall, like you get people all over the place. Like like you say, you're from Middlesbrough. Have people from. Different like different countries, South Africa, uh, yeah. America, Australia, uh, all sorts, and even Sweden. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I think it's a great way. Like especially like you can just speak to people like miles away, like, like yeah, definitely. as well. And I think that it is really important. I think um, especially like like at the moment, what's happened in the past year and, and continuing now. When um, I think it, like, like with pandemic, I think it's like we have to. Kind of find ways around it and find ways that we can cope like in a good way because uh, we know there's lots of bad things about what's happened but we can yeah, think about good things as well yeah definitely yeah yeah very much so yeah so josh if you just want to like introduce yourself a little bit and, and, and just uh we start we can go from there yeah okay no problem so kind of start with sort of my my background with crohn's does that does yeah. that work yeah 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 yeah, so I uh, I've had Crohn's for, or well, at least diagnosed with Crohn's for the last uh, eight years. I always say eight years, but my missus always corrects me and says it's seven years. But, I mean, I'm sure it's eight years, but we both dispute it. Uh, we I don't tag dates. I've got an awful memory. Uh, absolutely, absolutely awful. But yes, yeah, so I've I've been diagnosed for the last eight years. That's uh, and. Uh, it's a bit of a long and strange journey for me because actually uh, it's, you know, obviously like much of the IBD community, uh, you know, there's been some kind of, it's a wave, it's a roller coaster, uh, certainly. Uh, and I'll, I'll kind of take it from the start. So, which is actually just slightly before I was diagnosed because obviously everything comes to the diagnosis, doesn't it? So 
I uh, I probably kind of had a really bad time for the last 10 years, but I uh, I sort of hid the uh, problems from everybody, which once again, I hear all the time with people that have got IBD, that they, until they sort of reached out and went and look, actually have had enough of this happening, uh, I'm going to seek support uh, from, you know, from a medical professional or speaking to family members, etc. Uh, I did the same thing and I was also almost in a limbo of this certain things were happening to my body uh, but I wasn't acting on them and the reason I wasn't acting was because I mean I'm not very you know I'm not educated in any sort of medical practice or anything like that but I was almost uh, certain that I had bowel cancer and I didn't I mean I, I didn't know anything about bowel cancer actually I hadn't researched it and uh the only thing I did know is that it's quite slow acting in terms of its fit. I mean, I obviously correct me if I'm wrong, because once again, I'm not a medical practitioner, but uh, I, I believe that that's what I had. So I was so scared of if I went and got a diagnosis of it, or if I spoke to someone about it, then that would almost make it real at the time. Uh, so I was absolutely certain I had it. It was like kind of uh, kind of over the space of two years. I kind of got to the point where uh, I was completely incontinent, sort of uh, losing a lot of blood. Uh, just it was it was a really miserable time for me. And, and my symptoms, that, because I'd kind of let it uh, manifest, had got to a point where you know the flare was you know at its pinnacle. So that was kind of rumbling for a year. Uh, it was becoming increasingly more difficult. And then actually, you know, to to you know add to the sort of uh, the well not embarrassment because it's not embarrassing looking respectively but at the time retrospectively but at the time I felt it was an embarrassment because of the the, uh, the stigma against bowel bowel problems and I remember uh, on my graduation graduation day this is before my uh, before my uh, diagnosis unfortunately I had an accident on my graduation day when I've just suited and booted. Looking back, it's quite funny, but at the time, I mean, I just, as a, you know, a grown man, not that men can't cry, but I just burst into tears and it was, it was, I felt so awful because something was happening and I had no answer to it. I mean, I'd also gone from maybe weighing 12 stone down to nine uh, and it was just kind of dropping off me. So fast forward a little bit, I uh, then had a kind of got, I was in a lot of pain, uh, it was getting worse and worse, uh, and the every time I'd been to the doctors, now that I was kind of accepting that I needed to do something about it, I kept being told that I had celiac disease, uh, I had the IBS, I think I had a bit of everything possibly to do with the bowel before uh, one fateful night, unfortunately, I collapsed, uh, and uh, I was at the point where they said my colon was going to explode. So I was rushed to the hospital, they did sort of some examination, and they said, look, actually, you know, you could, you, your colon literally could explode, it's, you know, it's it's very large basically it's uh, they did like kind of uh, x-rays etc uh, and, and other scans as well as then a colonoscopy so uh that was sort of the the initial diagnosis now when i was in hospital uh they believed it was ulcerative colitis uh, which once again it's it, you know it's it, the two the two diseases that obviously at ibd and they're very very closely linked so it was uh, obviously ulcerative colitis at, at the start that's what they thought it was uh, and unfortunately, the drugs that they were giving me just weren't working when I was in hospital. And it was the actual, the, my colon and the, uh, I believe it's like the, uh, they do a certain blood test in the morning, which gives a certain count of how bad the inflammation is. That was just getting higher and higher. Now I was on uh, the hydro, I think it's hydrocortis, I'm not sure that the steroid went in hospital, as well as multiple other drugs to try and sort of get it, calm it down, but it just wasn't working. 
until they tried infliximab, which worked really well for me on that occasion. Uh, and then it was quite kind of that takes me kind of through. Obviously, they originally they, they did another colonoscopy. Uh, I was actually in hospital to have my colon out because I was told that drugs wouldn't work for me, uh, which they weren't. It just kept getting worse and worse. So they managed to get me out of hospital. And then within two weeks, I was back in uh, and there just wasn't any any drug that they could give me that would kind of uh, keep the IBD or the flare at bay for long enough. So I went back into hospital for the second time. They said, look, Josh, there's, there's not much we can do in terms of drugs for you because they just don't seem to have a good enough uh, effect. Uh, we need to operate. So they said, first, let's do a colonoscopy as per usual to make sure nothing else is going down there before we, we operate. So lo and behold, they did that. They did the biopsies. And then because it took a little bit longer to get them back, I was in hospital. They had to wait for a place on the table with the surgeon for me. And they found out that it was uh, Crohn's disease. So then they said, now that it's Crohn's, there's more medical, uh, medicinal uh, options for you to try. so we will not do surgery on this occasion, uh, which which is really weird. It upset me, uh, but I also thought, wow, if something does work for me, then that's that's good. So I went on to Humira uh, for about 12 months. Unfortunately, that didn't work. And then kind of uh, went back on Fliximab because with ulcerative colitis, you can only have three uh, boosters of it, but with Crohn's, you can have unlimited, apparently. I'm, I'm still not, you know, not, not 100% sure that's right, but that's kind of what I was told at the time. Uh, so I went on to uh, infliximab, uh, stuck on that for uh, maybe two years. It, it, it did actually keep me at bay for a little bit of time, uh, but then there was antibodies growing, and it just kind of the combination of infliximab and the captopurin and azathioprine just weren't keeping it anymore. So they said one last try, we'll try vendalizumab uh, and see how that that works for you. Uh, but if this doesn't work, it's almost last chance saloon. Uh, so I tried that and kept me at bay for 12 months but unfortunately that was sort of the the end of its life cycles in my body uh and then coming up to where i am now uh i was i got very very poorly again the drugs weren't working uh i was adamant that i didn't now didn't want the operation because i thought i didn't want to be that 29 year old guy with a stoma and i was just didn't want that that life for me i thought if i can keep all my organs intact then let's 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 keep them all uh but unfortunately uh i once again uh had a really bad uh, flare up. I was rushed into hospital and they said, look, we just need to take out because you are on the pinnacle of your colon exploding and then you could die. Uh, so, and then here I am today. They took the colon out 12 months later and actually I'm feeling better than I've ever felt, well, for the last 10 years or eight years, whatever, yeah. Yeah, it sounds like uh, a lot has happened through the last 10 years, uh, Josh. Um, oh, I tell you, yeah. I tell you, Mason, I tell you, the lot's happened. Yeah, I tell you. <laughs> yeah, because going on like, like, like actually going back to um, infliximab, um, I was actually on that a year. Um, um, that was the first proper drug um, I was on since having Crohn's disease. I, I would say yeah. like, um, I, 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 rather than like, I, I, I've always been on azathioprine, and uh, yeah. as you know, that's a very tough drug and it's a very powerful drug as well. Where yeah. um, I'm, I'm still on it to, to, to like now and like I'm on that and like with the infliximab I was on that for a year and from the ninth ninth infusion it, uh, it, it it stopped it, like I went on the infusion and um, I, I don't know how like you, you're at like 
like how it like what was for you like like with the like with the uh, drug itself. But like, like for me, it, each time it worked fine. Um, I went. Um, of course, like the first time going for inflicting that was a bit probably scary because like 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 for me, I never really had a confusion before. So but, like, my first yeah. one was probably scary, like not knowing what it was properly and then then going on into the ninth infusion uh like each time it went a little bit faster because it, it was working it was it was doing quite well until that ninth infusion so on that on that last infusion where they have like i think the 15 minutes like prep don't they that they put in it, it, yes it, yeah yeah in the machine and then i had that and then during the 15 within those 15 minutes um I I felt um, well. I didn't feel right at first, and then like because the nurses were all, all around, quite a few of them, and they come up and said, "Am I okay?" And I said, um, "Yeah." I said, "I said I'm okay because I I didn't find anything wrong at first, and then I, I felt a little bit hot, I felt a little bit hot, and okay. then um, and then what? I was thinking, uh, well, it's surely not this hot in the room uh, because uh, yeah, I, I felt a little bit weird, and then." And then all of a sudden, I uh, like you know, the, like the cannula in your arm, where the where the infusion goes through. Um, I, I felt that was burning as well, um, and that was I felt that it could have popped out. It, it was that bad, really? and uh, I was that hot. And um, and then and then and then after that, um, I, I still didn't say anything to the nurse because I, I I was confused of what was going on here. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. What happened after that was I uh, I struggled to breathe. So I I, I, I I I was struggling to breathe, and then I I did say to the nurse, I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not doing good, and then um, I uh, and then infusion had to had to hold while I kind of had to have the oxygen tank and everything like that. It was quite oh, Jesus dramatic, but um. I've said this to a few people just because I, I like on on the podcast where they've been on in Fixmap because I thought it's a good way to relate like that. But um, I'm going to ask you the same question where I've asked to a few people. Just do you think after all that, what what happened? Do you think the infusion carried on? Uh, that, well, I mean, I'd imagine no, no. I'd say I'd, I mean, I'd have stopped it there and said no. That's 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 enough. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I need any more of that. Yeah, yeah. but um, shockingly. It carried on. <laughs> the the, oh, the infusion carried on, but um, at a very slow rate, very slow. So I was, I was there a fair, fair amount of hours because I think the RBD nurse rang, um, like the nurses running RBD nurse, RBD nurse rang the consult, and they say, um, I'd like to continue it because uh, I, I was shocked at the time, thinking, wait, we're going to continue in it. <laughs> I mean, I'm shocked that I wasn't even there. <laughs> Yeah, and did, did uh, if you don't mind me asking, sorry, just on the back of you carrying on with the infusion, did uh, obviously you you finished the obviously they made you finish the uh, the the infusion off. Mm. Uh, I'm guessing did you didn't have any more effects? I'm guessing maybe it was the rate in which it was going because I know that they 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 start you off at a very slow rate and they start to reduce how quick the uh, or speed up or reduce the amount of time it takes. So did did it, did you feel better? Afterwards, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think like because as you do when you have these infusions, don't you feel really tired as they go along? So uh, yeah, like um, yeah, 
you know, although you can watch TV, I remember that at the time when the, when the Jeremy Cole show was thing on telly, I used to, <laughs> used to watch that. I was, it was always on the screen. So, um, and then uh, like I did have my phone, but I just couldn't like uh, if that's all I had, or I could have an iPad and watch a couple of films. But I think even though they say you can watch a couple of films, you don't really want to watch a couple of films. Right? You want to have your infusion and then go home. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I think like. The, Maybe the annoying thing about the infusion, maybe, is if I'm at, you need a toilet a bit more, and like you have to ask you, like, if kind of you got to unplug yourself, or, like, like you're recharging yourself, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's good. So, no, but through that, luckily, luckily, um, only a couple of days after the infusion, it was trying to see my consultant, like, like a, a regular meeting every few months. So, I saw him, and he said, uh, we're not going on Victimab anymore, and then yeah, okay. Change to Mira, um, which oh, I think, Humira. yeah, I think which you said you, you you was on as well, and um, I've been on that ever since, and it's, it's gone uh, I think about a couple months over a year now, so um, it's, it's it's been a while, but um, it's been a it's been a journey as well, like like like, like with the Humira. I remember right before we started, I said that. Uh, my, my levels with my, my Crohn's are quite high at the moment, so I'm, I just need just waiting to see what um, what's that holes and and see if I may possibly need to change the Humira if the, there's a- antibodies against that maybe. Yeah, and yeah. Um, because like the, the levels I was was when I was in a flare when I was diagnosed, so because I, I'm not really getting any pain, I'm only getting maybe blood in my stools. It's, it's a bit weird to see how high they are, but okay, but. Uh, yeah, like enjoying, it's the humor being you've enjoyed the humor. It's nice being able to do it at home, obviously. That's yeah, a benefit. yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I don't, I, I don't inject myself. <laughs> oh, you I, don't? No, no, no. Like, I put, put I would like to one day, but I think I like with needles. Uh, I think it like it, it, maybe it's a bit different, like doing it yourself into your own leg rather than someone else doing it. Like, when I'm used to having like injections quite often, like when you go to infusion, they would do that and. I go to a blood test. A blood test. Yeah, yeah. Do that. So, yeah, it just depends how you fit. What I, I do enjoy doing it myself, just because I didn't want to. I couldn't be bothered with any sort. Of, I, I'm quite. Uh, I might. As, as funny as it sounds, with everything that I do now, I'm actually really. Uh, I was probably a little bit antisocial in many ways. At least I was. Uh, yeah, definitely. So if I could not be in that room, you know, it's funny. You said go back to the my actually. Uh, I didn't like being fixed my visit. Didn't mind. I couldn't care about the drug. I mean, didn't care about the situation. It was sorry. Didn't care about doing it. It was the situation of having to sit in in a, 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 what I felt like was a morbid room. You know, with a lot of other people on these, you know, machines that you're almost sat there thinking, Jesus, man. I feel like, you know, it's, it's bad, isn't it? Because, you know, you're, you're very young and everyone in there. And actually, as bad as it sounds, you see a lot of, I mean, I actually, I, I live in this, I live in Lincoln now, which is a small, uh, small city, very, very small. So our hospital doesn't have the luxuries as something like Queen Elizabeth Hospital in Birmingham or hospitals in London that are potentially bigger uh, and have more facilities uh, in terms of, you know, kind of, uh, uh, you know the I can't remember what it's called now the outpatient suite where people come to there to take their infusions. So actually, I would be in a room and there'd be me there on the infliximab for my Crohn's. Then potentially sitting on the right of me could be someone on on Wolverine, and then someone next to me could be on uh, chemotherapy for their for their cancer. So actually, 
for to be in that environment sometimes as much as it was lovely meeting those people because i actually did and have some great conversations and actually get to understand other illnesses as well sometimes being in that environment can be draining because you're thinking to yourself god i don't this is not what i want do you know what i mean but then i suppose ibd is not what any of us want really in the long term yeah yeah yeah, like i I totally remember like like all the people in the room like like you say you have like people on on different drugs like in in the infusion room and like um i i did have a few conversations with some people but um yeah like it was like it was quite rare to find someone maybe my age in having an infusion like me so like probably more older people but like yeah. like i don't know about you but like although there's everyone's nice in the IBD community but maybe like um i think it's good to find maybe people like sort of your age or maybe like with like crohn's ibd um rather than uh, maybe a person in their 60s 70s maybe <laughs> yeah i mean i i suppose i suppose you know obviously i'd that, that takes me really to what, what I'm trying to, to achieve now, really, in terms of the uh, how I've always felt. If you don't mind me, if you don't yeah. mind me saying now, Mason. Uh, right. So obviously for people that do listen, uh, I've me personally, so kind of once again, go back to the crone, which is obviously what we're here for today. I don't know why I laugh, but it's obviously it's uh, it, I've never felt since I've had Crohn's in the whole time since I was diagnosed eight years ago. I've never felt part of a community regarding IBD and that's more me being an insular person than anything else now obviously I can blame it and say nothing tried for me I didn't enjoy this don't enjoy that but and, and that that's unfair for me to do it's obviously my attitude's also like that as well in, the, in a way now I've seen I've, I've joined Facebook forums uh, you know I've joined uh, other IBD communities on you know sort of uh, you know, other forum bases that you've linked through through the uh, Crohn's and Colitis UK website. Now, they are fantastic for the people that engage with them. The Facebook groups are fantastic for the people that engage with them. How unfortunately for me, I never felt like engaging in that in those communities because uh, in many ways I was scared to. I'm a very, uh, like I said, a bit of an insular person. Uh, obviously, I'm putting myself on the line now, but I'm quite insular in the sense that I didn't. I always felt that my comments might be judged or that uh, people wouldn't get back to me. People wouldn't, you know. And all of these, miscon- they're probably misconceptions because actually some of the support that I've had from what I'm doing now in the, in the community in IBD has been absolutely out of this world in in regards to the people that want to support you and help you to uh you know to to do uh, to help you know in in any regard whether it's towards your health whether it's towards what you're trying to uh, accomplish now i didn't like i said my conceptions were and to be honest with you actually i've aged quite a lot over the last few years as well uh (laughs) mentally and physically but uh now i feel like i'm in a better position to engage in that environment without probably thinking oh people will judge me oh god i don't want to tell people that i do this and also it's almost that stigma it's it's like you know in your head you would think oh i wonder if people think that mine's not as bad as theirs now that's not that's all wrong because the the reality is we all have crones we're just all dealing with it in a different way if that makes sense Uh, you know some i've had people that have come into my community now that i'm building and say to me Oh, my Crohn's is nowhere near as bad as, as yours. You've got a stoma. You've got you've had your colon there snip, snipped out by, you know, the, that that surgeon from The Simpsons. But uh, 
but yeah. the reality is i always come back and say that's not true you know you're it, it, we're all going through something and it doesn't necessarily it, no one's is, is worse than anybody's it's just we all deal with things in a different way yeah yeah so over the last sort of uh, kind of few months, I've slowly been gearing towards doing it. Uh, I'm in a much better place mentally, a much better place physically uh, after having the stoma. Uh, I don't have the symptoms that I did with Crohn's. I don't have the uh, the, the the bloody bum, as I like to uh, call it. I don't have a lot of the uh, the pain that came with the Crohn's. I do get some pain, uh, but not the same abdominal pain. And I and obviously I'm not incontinent because I've. I've got this nice little functional bag attached to my hip uh, or attached to my belly that now just collects it all throughout the day for me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> albeit, I've got an ileostomy, so I do have to empty it quite a few times, but it's still more, I'm in control. You know, it's not just me uh, literally pooing my pants, it's now into a, into a bag, so that's good. Uh, so now, obviously, I, I've created a, a, a community of my own that I want people to try and engage with. Uh, it's on Twitch, so uh, obviously that's kind of how we met uh, Mason. So my yeah. my name is uh, in my alias, my secret identity, my superhero name uh, is Uncle Fiesta. Now I stream on Twitch. Uh, I play games. Uh, I discuss IBD, uh, and I'm just trying to build awareness on a platform that I think could be really beneficial for audiences of sort of kind of the younger generation now back in the day we've evolved over time haven't we we started with uh you know groups physical groups where you'd all sit on chairs and chat about you know the problem then we moved to uh forums and instant chat rooms and then we moved away from that to these facebook groups and i believe now a really big step in terms of building community and building awareness could be platforms with the, the sort of viewership that twitch has uh, and I, it, 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 my community that I've sort of been building over the last sort of few weeks, uh, it's been fantastic, Mason, it really has. Uh, being able to sit there, answer questions, discuss our experiences interactively, uh, rather than having to wait sort of a day, maybe two days for someone to come back to you, uh, we can all discuss interactively, you know, discuss experiences and uh and actually, a lot of the time, I'll be playing a game, and I'm not very good at games, uh, and people enjoy me not being very good, and then taking a break from the game to discuss some more IBD, uh, or discussing while we're streaming, so it's uh, it's really, 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 really good, actually, yeah. It sounds like, it sounds good as well, like, like, like I think it's a, it's a good way forward as well, because like, like I, I, as you know, at the moment, that's what most people will be doing, um, Josh, now, I think, because like, we haven't not a lot to do in yeah. with what has been well what's still going on and like gaming is like i think one of the new ways new ways forward i think like 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 like, like, like what you're doing as well and like raising awareness for ibd and speaking to the people with ibd as well and like it can although it helps them it, i reckon it helps you as well do you know what mason uh that's one of the biggest the biggest uh sort of you know one of my biggest the biggest things i get from it as well yeah i mean i get to talk to some absolutely amazing humans that have gone through so much in their life that actually it, it also lets me to sit there retrospectively and say do you know what so, not that people have got it worse but everyone's going through something and that's what I'm, I've, I've sort of come to terms with over the last sort of two years that i'm not the only i'm not a, i'm not an island have you seen about a boy 
I'm not an island uh, <laughs> and actually you know I'm not an island and actually it's great to hear other people's experiences and I love the fact that actually I can also give something back to them as well and say look give them a platform one to speak about it and two give them a platform to acknowledge it and say to them there you know this is that's a, it's fantastic to hear uh, we also run a discord off stream so it's not all stream uh, we uh, discord I don't know if you're aware Mason if you use it but it's a it's almost like teams but with channels and it just allows people to come in from the stream uh, and carry on discussing off the stream which is absolutely amazing uh, it's an f- unbelievable platform uh, yeah so they'll come in we all enjoy the stream together then people can then come into my IBD channel discuss IBD or people that don't have IBD also join the, the community and they're like oh my god I've got some questions about IBD I never knew anything about it etc or they could be saying Josh I watched you playing tonight and you were awful uh, you know and that's the that's the <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. the old end oh, yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think that's funny like, like people like say stuff like that but like like, like um you're not too good at that game but you maybe could go good at another game because <laughs> i know like with gaming it does like so sometimes you get annoyed maybe if you can't do something in a game and yeah, then yeah and then like 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 i know like for example like youtube and like twitch and everything like that for people playing for playing their games and like watching gameplay you're stuck but but but, but in your case it's just like it's not like you can people can join but have a laugh at the same time yeah, definitely. Yeah, and that's that's the that's the whole point. Yeah, people can come in. Uh, they might be, like I said, they might be coming in to watch me being bad at a game. They might be coming in to learn more about Crohn's uh, and IBD. That don't they don't have any uh, Crohn's or IBD, but they're interested in learning. Uh, they might just be coming in to be part of the community, or they could very well have IBD and Crohn's, like many of the community do. That that sort of come in, and they may want to ask me about my experiences, and, and you know, and, and quite quite rightly uh, discuss their experiences. And and you know, I'm never going to give anyone any medical advice because actually, that's you know, that's I'm not a doctor, I'm not a general <laughs> practitioner. Uh, even though you yeah. know, I'd, I'd probably could try and tell you I am, but. Uh, I'm certainly not. So mostly it's listening to what people have got to say, like yourself, Mason, your, your experience on Inflixen Lab, uh, and just let them air that in a room with other people that can sit and say, oh, oh God, Mason, I know exactly how you feel because it happened to me last week. Do you, if you say what I mean, it's fantastic, yeah, yeah. yeah, to build yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it, it, it's really important just to have, like, like, like just starting, like, your own thing as well, because, um, like, like it, it, it must be hard like streaming games as well like I, I can imagine for myself because I think like you said before like we're, we're both not wizards about setting up like streaming <laughs> Josh yeah yeah <laughs> but um, yeah at the end of the day it's, uh, it's fun and uh, it's, it's something to do when there's not much to do <laughs> yeah yeah no it's, it's you know what it's great fun I, I love it man and actually I like being not very good at games because it's great content for the guys that are watching because a lot of the time they're watching me think god I could be miles better than this uh, you know so it's it's, it's 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 funny usually what I will say is we had a uh, so we, I play a game called Age of Empires as well Age of Empires 2 which is a really fun game uh, you know it came out in 1997 and it's sort of evolved from there uh, I used to play it back on you know the old my old Windows desktop that was the size of like you know my bedroom and uh I'm still playing it today and people love watching it but it's uh 
I had recently, there's a really big community at the moment on Twitch that play Age of Empires, and actually they, someone raided me on Twitch. So that's, uh, you know, when someone sends their chat or their followers to you to watch your stream. Now that particular person, sort of one of the biggest players on uh, on Age of Empires, so he, had, he actually sent 1,500 viewers to my channel to watch my stream. So, and usually, typically, I get about sort of 10, 15, you know, 20 on a great night. So to actually have 1,500 people watching me uh, was uh, was incredibly scary. But it all credit goes to Hera, the person who uh, has, all goes to Hera and his community and, and their channel, because, you know, hundreds of them uh, got in touch with me there and then saying, look, look what you're doing for IBD, this is fantastic. Uh, I got up, showed them my bag, showed them kind of, you know, how it looks uh, and, and told them a little bit about the IBD community and what we're building. And they were so receptive. So, you know, the concept, the, the, sorry, the uh, the impression is that like, from for me kind of growing up and you know, sort of the last 10 years was that oh, no one gets IBD. We think it's just IBS. People don't understand this. I can tell you now that when 1,500 people are watching you and they're all saying, wow, we love what you're doing and we love what you're doing for IVD uh, and Crohn's disease. Uh, I do focus on Crohn's because it's my own uh, illness that affects me, but obviously ulcerative colitis and any other reason for bowel conditions is, is, is awful. But to have them, you know, almost cheering us on and it wasn't just me. It, I know then it's the other people that have IBD out of that 1,500 people that are almost cheering on this, the community saying, look, you know, we are strong and, and we can put ourselves out there in, in such a platform, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's like a perfect way, like, to reach out to, reach out to people yourself and people to reach out to you because, like, as you say, yeah. like, uh, I'm not a whiz of Twitch. But I, I know I, I, I know it's a it's a good platform for gaming and like like just showing what you're doing and like like I think it it is important like uh, to talk about IBD I think because like not all the time we we speak about it and especially like like remembering maybe when you got diagnosed Joshua and when I got diagnosed and lots of people that get diagnosed that you don't often speak about it much at first and then it takes a while to speak about yourself and then and then we get to where we are today. Yeah, well, look, if I hadn't started the channel and I hadn't become Uncle Fiesta, I wouldn't be speaking to the, the lovely Mason tonight. So, uh, yeah, yeah it's, it, you know, good things came out of it yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, can I ask, Josh, uh, what made you pick uh, Uncle Fiesta? <laughs> what made me pick Uncle Fiesta? There's two reasons, actually. My, my Steam name was Uncle Fiesta. But when I tried to, sorry one of my gamer tags somewhere was Uncle Fester from playing another game and I wanted to be Uncle Fester <laughs> but then when I tried to use Uncle Fester uh, it was taken so I had to add the I in there and make it Uncle Fiesta uh, so because I couldn't think of anything else that would work with Fester so I went oh Fiesta but the reason it's Uncle Fester is because I'm, I, I, I support Middlesbrough I'm Middlesbrough supporter you know Middlesbrough till I die and all that stuff uh, <laughs> not, not quite as extreme as that but uh yeah, I support Middlesbrough. We used to have a player from Middlesbrough called Fester, so uh, I can't, I, I know, but I'm going to butcher his name for you, Mason, but I think it's like Gianluci, he's Italian. Okay. Uh, he used to play for us uh, in defence, and, and I thought, God, 
he was he, at the time I loved the man I thought he was a great player I met him uh, at the Riverside uh, in Middlesbrough so I thought I'm going to always be that's my gamer tag Uncle Fester uh, because <laughs> of the, that was his name of the fans and obviously Adam's family as well yeah. uh, I, I, I remember uh, it must have been only a few years ago or more they're in the Prem wasn't they um, Middlesbrough Josh <laughs> Oh, Mason, don't talk to me about it. It only makes me sad. I remember back in the days yeah. when we had the, the fantastic strike force of Mark Paducah, Hasselbank and, uh, and Yakubu. Now we're, you know, we're not there anymore, but hopefully this season, fingers crossed, maybe Neil Warnock can pull off, a, pull off a, the dream. Yeah, I know N- N- Neil Warnock is a, is a good manager. He, t- he, t- he tends to get his teams up. Uh, yeah, he's like, a good manager, yeah. He tends to get his teams up. Uh, who knows? Uh, but the championship is un- unpredictable. It's like probably one of the most un- un- unpredictable leagues. Um, yeah, like, it's tough, tough league. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, like look at Huddersfield the other year. They were I think favourites to go down, and then and then they go up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And yeah. and now they're you know languishing, languishing down at the this sort of championship bottom, yeah. the championship. Well, they're close to the bottom anyway. Yeah. yeah, but you know, like it's, it's like like for football now, it's not it, it's not the same, is it? Like no fans in stadiums. And it, it's a yeah, it's tough, t- definitely tough for 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 us supporters. Not that I'm a bit of a you know I'm a bit of a, I, I, like I said I it's, I do love Middlesbrough, but I'm a bit of a bit of a backseat supporter really. I'm not the sort of guy to to go to the stadium too often. Um, I've been a few times and it's been a really good experience but I don't it's not I actually like I live in Lincoln now and it's Midlands so it's, it's just go, getting back up to the top of the country every every game I can't do that so yeah because yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I know Lincoln are doing okay at the moment in League One so. yeah they're flying yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a shame I'm not actually from Lincoln yeah then I could uh, get on the back of that glory yeah 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 it's a shame like but like like League One's another predict- unpredictable league, and like I'm, I'm more towards a uh, Ipswich supporter. So, uh, oh, I'm you like, Ipswich yeah, are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm Ipswich. So, um, hard like, times for you guys. Hard times. Yeah, hard, hard times. Hard times. But well, hopefully, at least get in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah good, but, good club, Ipswich. Good yeah. club. Yeah, who knows? But um, might be playing Middlesbrough next year. <laughs> You can maybe. dream. You can dream. Yeah. Maybe, baby. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, I think like um, it, it's like anything, like anything you want to build awareness towards, like with football. Uh, it's a very passionate sport with the fans. I think, and like, um, like you could possibly raise awareness for, um, like because I know the football stadiums. So some are very supportive. Maybe I think towards maybe Crohn's and and and, and different things like that. So. I think um, like for, for football is a, a very good sport to be like raise awareness with as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, they obviously they support like the a lot of different charities. Definitely. Maybe one day I can be the I can be the uh, the, the the sponsor of uh, of IBD on Twitch, and people can can come and feel feel part of the uh, part of the t- <laughs> part of the team. Yeah. 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 So you, you can maybe always like um, on, on, I don't know if you can do this on Twitch. Watch. Watch the football, <laughs> and then yeah, you could get, yeah, get, get everyone in. Or, yeah, yeah, maybe I should yeah. do that. Yeah, or maybe when Euros, Euros, or World Cup, um, like go ahead, like support England. <laughs> <laughs> if they're not in the pub, if they're not in yeah. the pub. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, but um, yeah. what is your like aim for your, maybe your um, 
do you have any goals or aims for like your, your channel? Um, I wouldn't say I'm as advanced as goals, Mason. Um, I think that at the moment, if I did have a goal, it's just to get it's, it's just to raise as much awareness as possible that we exist. Obviously, we are fairly new, so uh, I'm not going to, you know, allude to that with this huge, massive community of 20,000 people that are just opening their arms to the IBD uh, world. We're not that at all. We're, we're very small at the moment because we're we're, so, we're, we're brand new, you know. Uh, but my goals are just to kind of increase awareness and, and obviously grow the amount of people that want to engage with us because in my world the more people that want to engage with us and that we get in that means that we're doing something and we are doing something back so at the moment it's, it's it's just that growth piece around getting people to interact with the twitch interact with the discord and hopefully find their happy place now uh you know it's to me the the overall goal really is to you know to get a good amount of support on twitch and whether that's the that's but but to me and it's really really important is that 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 support on Twitch isn't just the IBD community, it's also people that want to learn more about IBD that are not part of the IBD community as well. Obviously, that's not me saying I don't want anyone at IBD because I love everyone that has got IBD that joined out my stream. Uh, and actually, the stream is the most important for those people. But as a secondary, I would really like to make sure that as, as well as those people, we're, we're trying to capture an audience that don't know enough about it and want to learn a little bit more about what we go for on a day to day. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's sort of what I what I'm planning for the channel. If, that, if that's it's a very vague goal, it's a very vague goal. But uh, I'm a very vague person, so hopefully, uh, hopefully we can get some people in to, to watch. Yeah, definitely, and, and I think like I think that like it's, it's similar to me, just like with the podcast, where like yeah. it, like like anyone can listen to it. It can be about what like, people come on about like speak to people of IBD, people working in the IBD community, autism as well so it, it kind of like 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 with that and people who, who don't have it as well like i think it is really important for those people as well as yeah. um people that who are uh, who like your channels for or like the podcast is for it's really important like for other people to learn about it because the more people learn about it the more people know about it and the more people yeah. know about it um the more everyone doesn't really have to explain themselves all the time yeah the more support as well you know you've got the more understanding yeah definitely yeah, and like I, I, I remember when I was diagnosed, uh, I didn't know I, I know some people do hear of it, like IBD beforehand, and like I didn't, I, I, I never heard of it before, and like um, I'd never heard of Crohn's, and I thought when they mentioned the word Crohn's, what's Crohn's? Is it uh, some sort of um, like bug or something? Is it like 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 you've got an infection or or something like that? But it's not. It's a, it's more serious and um, like. Uh, it can be hard for people to understand so i think i think um it's a good idea for what you're doing like raising awareness of why really at the same time and then so yeah. right because uh, there are people that judge like so they say that you know, maybe you don't look like you have crohn's but like you can say that about any illness can't you like people say that about any sort of illness like you don't look like you have like crohn's autism anything like that but i think the real question that like we're thinking is in our minds what are you supposed to look like yeah yeah and you know you're completely right then actually and the other side of that is that i've had that question to me a hundred times mason you don't you don't look ill uh i mean i don't have to look ill to be ill firstly uh obviously it's uh, that's not how the disease works and actually some of the some of the days when i look my worst i could be feeling my best and some of the days when i'm looking my best i could be feeling my worst uh 
but the other side to that, Mason, is that because of that culture of that, you know, stiff upper lip, nobody's ill, get on with it, don't. Uh, you, I've always been in a position where that's how I felt, and sometimes I've made. I've let other things and not my illness prioritise in my life uh, so that I've got more ill. So, you know, when you want to almost say, look at me, I can do this and I'm going to get stuck. I'm stuck in and, you know, you can't stop me. Sometimes you do need to take a back seat uh, and stop worrying what other people are thinking about you. Uh, and I think that, as I said, as I've got older, you know, I'm not talking from a point of wisdom. I'm only 30 years old. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, I've certainly from being, you know, going from being 25 even to 30, uh, I used to care what people thought of me and thought, oh, I hope people don't think I'm ill, you know, or, you know, make sure no one knows what's going on. Uh, and now I'm like, yeah, I've got to, I mean, what I would say to you, Mason, is that now I'm in a position where I've got a bag on my waist uh, and I don't hurt my bum anymore. So maybe I could have even prolonged that without, you know, being so silly and working myself so hard. Uh, I could have made, you know, maybe not had the bag. Though, though I am adamant that the bag is better. <laughs> so for me, anyway, my situation is. I think for most people, like beforehand, it, 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 I would have thought it was for you as Josh, uh, as well, Josh. That like, ha, like the fear of like when, when you hear about Crohn's and then you, you know, when you have all this knowledge about Crohn's and you and you read up or you go into the Google and then type what's Crohn's and then and then and then you find out that that stoma bag is a uh, quite a uh, um like like. You could have that, like, and surgery. Quite you could common, have that. Yeah. It's quite common. I think there's some sort of fear of like having it, and like, of course, that's kind of surgery and stoma. It's probably the last resort for if you can't go on any medication. If it, not, nothing can work for you. That's like the last resort, and it must be scary to think of. But if it does help you, like, uh, if you don't have any pain anymore, if you're more healthier, if uh, like. Uh, like, like some people cases that don't have to go to the toilet as much but like it's good it, it, it does have it it does have it's good things about it yeah yeah i mean uh, yeah it's it it's certainly uh it's certainly what i wanted what i would say is though and you know what and again uh, and this you <laughs> i've always got to be i've always got it i always like to be uh what's the word I always like to uh, be cynical, not not for bad reasons, but for good reasons. Because uh, obviously, if you don't, if you're not cynical and you make the wrong decision, then uh, you know that's not good. What I would say is, though, just for anyone that is listening and this does go out to, I think it's really important to appreciate as well that uh, I will say right now that I am ten times happier with the stoma bag than I was without the stoma bag. I can now play football with my kids. I can take them to the park. I can go to the shops. Not now. I'm actually in lockdown. But <laughs> but uh, I could you know I could do more things. I can go for a walk from here for the, for two miles. I can walk back for two miles, and I will uh, and I'll be confident that I'm not going to have an accident. Because but previously I couldn't do that because I, I thought that I might be in too much pain or I might uh, you know do uh, myself whatever. The one thing that I would say is, and like I said, that that's usually their huge benefits. Just the one thing I would say is that even though the bag, I think, potentially for me in my circumstance was better, it doesn't mean that it doesn't come without challenges. Uh, because obviously when you read these things and sometimes you speak to people and they're like, yeah, yeah, 
having a having a, uh, a cluster of your bags amazing having a storm is amazing it makes your life so much better but they also don't tell you that suddenly uh your diet will change even more dramatically than when you had crohn's or you know sometimes unfortunately the bag will leak onto your top on your t-shirt when you're in the middle of lunch do you know what i mean and yeah. and they don't tell you those little bits but that's i still <laughs> categorically think for me the bag is better but it definitely comes with challenges Mason. Yeah, I, 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 I can imagine like, like uh, I know like, like, like for myself, and like having like a, a recent like meeting with my consultant and and the, and the word surgery coming up and like, like, like I, I don't like I don't know like other people listening and you Josh like when you went to those meetings and like surgery came up I don't know you maybe got a bit like a little shivers like to yourself because you don't yeah. really want that do you. you you don't really want surgery. No, it's scary. Yeah, it's, it's scary. scary. Yeah, it's I mean, scary. you know, when I, when I was uh, when I was younger, sorry, I uh, had a bit of a mic problem. When I was uh, when I was younger, you know, I uh, I was always taught that if you keep all your organs, keep all of them. You know, so if anyone's asking to remove one of them, uh, you know, it, it's always scary. And actually, it's it's major surgery. Uh, obviously, I know we're, you know we're almost coming to the end, but the uh, but actually. I cannot describe the fear when I woke up from kind of going under to have my colon removed. I can't. There's no words I can describe to how I felt when I woke up because although, you know, I was on fentanyl and I was on loads of pain relief and I'd just waken up from, you know, anaesthetic, it was almost like, you know, it's just scary. What am I? You know, you look down at this thing that you they give you practice stormers to play with before the exam play with but they give you okay. practice stormers like it's like a it looks like a it's like a piece of plastic and the stormers on the end of it and they're like oh let's go practice putting a bag on the stormer that's great and obviously it's really fun doing that because you get to see how it, how you would do it but then when you look at your own stormer and the stormer they was given you're looking like this perfect unbelievable thing and you're looking at this big massive swollen mess on your stomach with a moving organ sticking out of it God, that's scary, man. But yeah. you know, still normalise, and then you get into a routine. But yeah. I remember looking down and thinking, no one told me it moves. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, because yeah. it's obviously looking at this weird sort of uh, big fat slug moving around your belly. You're like, oh my god, what's going on? Uh, why is it moving? Uh, they're like, oh, that's just you know, I can't remember what's called now, but Paris, Paris, something. Uh, yeah, so that was scary. Yeah, but it helps, and like, like I see people yeah. right now, the community. Uh, give the stone bag a name as well so, <laughs> so yeah they they asked me if i would name my stone bag or if i want to give it a name now i didn't and it once again my cynical side coming out but i didn't just didn't want to give it a name because it's just uh, i don't know i don't i haven't named my leg uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know at, but uh, at the same at the same time though I also understand that it might be quite nice to give it a name to almost come to terms with the storm and it just didn't it just wasn't right for me to give it a name if that makes sense but that's not yeah, yeah. anyone out there anyone out there that listens to this and has got a storm uh, and has named it that's nothing against you you, you know you, you named it's fine it just wasn't for me yeah it's not for everyone like uh, yeah okay it's just another it's another part of you that helps you like, like, like yeah, you say yeah. But like you say, we don't want to name my legs as well. <laughs> leg one and leg two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah but, but yeah, but like, I like, like we just said, like, just to finish, uh, Josh, that a lot like with surgery, like it's, 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 
it's, it's scary and like like just hearing it and like yeah, it's like yeah. like the recent meeting I went to like hearing that like see if medication works and if that doesn't work like surgery but I did say uh I did say to my consultant uh, hopefully like like we find out with all the tests what's happening and that eventually I, I don't have surgery and then what he said was uh, hopefully you never have surgery because of that, that that's the aim not to have surgery but if, if you have to have to but they can't do anything yeah. about that yeah no and you're right yeah and that's what every single doctor's or surgeon's ever said to me you know we aim to uh, to to keep people well with medicine before we start chopping out bits that they can't put back in because it, it, that's the way you've got to look at it like obviously you know there's you can think that you're 100% ready for something when actually you know you're not and and unfortunately surgery is a little bit like toothpaste once you squirt it out the tube you aren't getting that toothpaste back in no. uh, so it's uh, yeah it can be it's uh, daunting yeah unfortunately we can't go in time <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah 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 but Try yeah, it again. yeah I think it's a is there, is there anything else like you you, you want to say just uh, about like maybe like your like you streaming with IBD or anything or do you think we've uh, covered most of it yeah, I mean, well, I mean, to be quite honest with you, uh, Mason, I could keep you here for the next yeah. probably four or five hours, tell you more experiences. <laughs> what, what I would, what, what I would say to you is, you know, for anyone that that does listen and whatnot, uh, it would be really cool to obviously get you, get you down to the stream if you ever get a chance, uh, you know, to hear some more stories, uh, more experiences, and, and hopefully just realistically have a little bit of fun, uh, because although ibd is a lot of you know a lot of doom and gloom you know uh, and it, it really is is you know there's a lot of downsides to it but actually sometimes you know being able to you know make light of the darker situations is you know is strong in itself uh and yeah and like you said kind of throughout the stream uh ibd is full of uh and crohn's is full of uh, unexpected uh unexpected events uh, just take them, take them as they come, uh, and everyone will have their own challenges. Yeah, definitely. Well, I think, I think, it, it, I think uh, it's been really nice talking to you, Josh. Like hearing about like your crimes, like your journey, and, and, and like like raising awareness with uh, like streaming, speaking to other great people. It's well, Mason. It's been fantastic speaking to you, and obviously, uh, hopefully, when uh, I'm on, you know. Uh, this morning because I'm the, the biggest IBD Twitch streamer in the world <laughs> you'll have me back on the podcast yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, I hope you meet uh, the good old Philip on there yeah. on this morning <laughs> Philip, and, Philip and Holly yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 hopefully you get there and that like yeah, uh, yeah. yeah and it, 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 if you do end up doing that Josh put a little word into uh, Philip for me and, and, yeah oh and, yeah I'll get yeah and, and, and say to him um um, my, my my good friend Mason. Um, yeah, I was on his podcast about Crohn's, telling my story. Say to him, uh, can, can he go on the cube? Can, can you start the cube up again so he can go on there? <laughs> yeah, 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 it's good, it's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love a word. Yeah, I've always wanted to go on the cube. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, good. Yeah. It does look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's so good. Well, well, thank you again, Josh, and it's been a really nice chat. Yeah, it certainly has, Miss. Thank you for thanks for having me on. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.